noise, make 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 noise. Brian McKnight Jr., how are you feeling, sir? I feel great, man. I can't complain. That was an incredible interview, though, I must say, man. I'm glad I caught that. Listen, man, her father is a cultural icon. Now, that happens to be because he got beat. But nonetheless, man, he is he is part of our culture at this point. So for me, it was it was it was a great interview to understand what was going on in her mind as her child. Yeah, man. As the child of somebody who came to prominence because of that. It's almost like what goes through your mind as your dad is who your dad is. It's the same thing. Yeah. Because children, you know, as fans, we look at like, oh, that's Brian McKnight. But you're his son. Yeah, man. So you look at it differently. Like my daughter, for example, my daughter, people look at me as Fat Man Scoop, but she don't look at me as Fat Man Scoop. Yeah. She, looks at, she looks at me as that corny old guy. Just <laughs> a cornball. You know, like, oh, yeah. and, 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 and that's that. Um, have you ever had that friend that feels like they just want to knock you down whenever they can? Of course, man. <laughs> of course. They, they got to try. They got to try. That's it. You know, That's they love it. to try. <laughs> That's it. So let's start here, man. Let's start here. You had the, the feature film, Freshman Friday. Talk yes, to sir. us about that. God, man. Freshman Friday. It's one of my favorite experiences ever. I got to fly back home to my hometown in Raleigh and shoot at one of the top HBCU St. Augustine with all my buddies, man. And it's like, imagine if American Pie, but with black kids. And we're really just going crazy, man. It's a love story. And it really is just an homage to all those kids that got to have that college experience, man. And for me, since I, I really didn't even go, I went straight to Torrance. So I really got to feel, at least for that two to three weeks, what it was like to be in a dorm, to have that kind of camaraderie, man, meeting in the cafe every day. So it was incredible. And now that it's out, and I'm just so happy for my boys, uh, Stephen Slates and Robert X that wrote it and directed it. So um, incredible experience, man. It's my first feature as a comedic lead. So I got to kind of work that muscle out. Um, it was a great time, man. I'm really, really thankful and fortunate to be a part of it, honestly. Um, and the reviews have been great, man. I'm so happy everyone is kind of enjoying it. Um, yeah, man, I'm just really thankful, honestly. <laughs> you, you know, you know, you said that you left school yeah. and you went right on tour. Right to tour, man. 17, 16. Yeah. How did that, ha- how did that happen? T- t- give us the process behind it. Honestly, man, um, I feel like my dad brought me out on stage officially for maybe the first time when I was 13, 14 years old. So I had the bug early. Um, but I was really supposed to hoop, man. My dad wanted me to go to the NBA. And I told him the worst thing he could have done was put me on stage and allow me to feel that moment of, you know, I, that was, there was nothing else like it. So mm-hmm. it turned, we, we went through that back and forth of whether I was going to do music or NBA. And when I turned 18 or 19 is when he was finally like, all right. I'm gonna bring you and your brother on tour and really, really show y'all what this life is about, man. So you figure my brother, three years younger than me, started at 15 and we toured for eight years straight, man. We touched pretty much everywhere, honestly. And in a time where there's really no like artist development or anything like that, I really feel like my brother and I, man, really were among that last generation of kids that got a car, unquote, pay their dues, you know, in that old school way of, really getting out there and figuring it out, man. And um, it's really some of the most informative and transformative times of my life to now. I turned 31 literally yesterday. And just 
rehashing this last maybe 10 years, man, of just growing up since being on tour um, is even more monumental in my life than tour life at this point. So it's been a wild ride, man, honestly. <laughs> now, now, I mean, I took my younger brother on tour immediately after he got out of Hampton University. You had no college experience. You go right to tour. What's yeah, the, and, and people, just in case you don't know, his dad is Brian McKnight. Yeah. What is what is life like on tour with your dad at that age? Man, life on tour with my dad when we started was insane, honestly. That was when he was still Brian McKnight when we started. You know, he was out. I mean, we were on, I mean, we were gone three or four months straight at a time. So it was that kind of a thing, man. And what I will say about that time always, and especially about my dad, man, is uh, despite whatever we go through as father and son, he is hands down my favorite performer, writer, and singer, man. I feel like he's the best of all time because I got to watch this dude start. I never, I never miss my dad start a show and end the show, man, because I don't think there's anyone, I've never seen anyone as good as keeping a crowd controlled like my dad. And just watching him grind, man, and, and, and continue to push himself, honestly. A lot of people really don't understand how skilled he is as a piano player either. And just being able to really be on his hip through those years and soak all that knowledge and all that game up, man, um, it was unprecedented. We partied, of course. We, we definitely did those things. But for me, man, and even my brother, um, just getting to watch our dad that closely do his thing at such a high level, you can't pay for that kind of mentorship, man. And uh, like, I did everything I could to be a sponge for it, especially during that time, man. I figured me and my brother's first live show officially was in Paris at the Rex, sold out. So to go from that, I mean, I mean, to go from never really performing at all, straight into that kind of an arena, man, literally kind of, I mean, it forced us to be accelerated in a way that I don't think we were ready for. But I definitely appreciate it now on another level, man, because I got to experience some things that, I mean, just being honest, a lot of young black kids really haven't had a chance to. And that has really influenced a lot about what I write now, man, just because I have all this imagery and all these things that I just want to inspire everyone to know that there's so much world out there um, to be enjoyed. You know, I feel like here in the U.S., man, sometimes we can feel like we're in that bubble. So a lot of what I want to do, even as an artist, man, is just inspire our young black men, especially, to just venture out, man, go learn some new things, figure some things out about yourself that you might not know you like. Uh, Tor did that for us, man, at such a young age. We got to really, really become men and figure out exactly what we like, what we don't like, um, even in business as well. So I attribute a lot of that time to a lot of my success now, even just through quarantine, from already knowing how to batten down the hatches and just focus and, you know, grind it out. And, um, Got, got me to you, man. So I'm definitely appreciative of that. What are the, because you, you learn so much, what would be the three major things that just hopping on tour at that age yeah. and being with your dad, who's an icon, what are the three things that you, you can really say, I learned this, I learned this, I learned this? Because you just said, you know, I even learned how I want my business to be. Yeah, so man. what would be the three things that you could say, at this age, these are the things that I learned, and these are the most important things I use today. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Um, number one, I remember being 19 and spending all my per diem. 
You know what I mean? And hold on, hold on stop for one second. Yeah. People, if you don't know what per yeah. diem is, per <laughs> diem is the amount of money that they give you every day while you're on tour right. to buy food or whatever you choose to do. You get given an envelope with X amount of dollars in it, and that's your that's your money for the day. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I spent it all. And we're overseas. And I remember my dad being like, well, you're not getting no more money. So you're going to have to figure out what you're going to do. And that was my first instance, even in, even as a teenager, having that moment happen. Because like I said, man, I honestly went from homeschooling straight to tour. So there's a lot of even just those kinds of growing pain moments I didn't get to have. So imagine being in, I feel like I was in Amsterdam, actually. My bro's got his per diem. He's going, he's doing his thing and I'm chilling. So that was my first, that was my first lesson in saving, to be honest. Um, still working on it, but that was the first time I really realized, okay, I can't just be out here wild. And then- God, well, I, I think yeah. what happened to you, sir, with, with, without even knowing you, you started eating at the concert. Yeah. You were eating everything at the concert. Yeah. You were bringing plates home. Because yeah, guess sir. what? You can get that one meal at the concert with the rest of the tour crew, and you have to make that work, so, so yeah. or your stomach is going to be growling. All like day. <laughs> All day. You're going to be on that bus stressed. And that's actually the other thing, man. What I, one of the biggest things I teach young artists now is rest. You have to rest. You have to make sure your energy is up because you really don't know how much a show like that will take out of you until you've done it. And then when you're doing eight or nine or sometimes 10 shows in a row with maybe a day or two in between, especially as a singer, if you're out there whiling every night, if you're partying, if you're smoking, even drinking, man, a lot of people don't understand, well, where you, you won't be able to be who you want to be. And that's another thing I, I, I attribute now, even to my recording. I do my best to make sure I'm never pushing too hard so that I can always reach the level I want to reach. You know, I see a lot of these new artists, these young kids, man, they, they get on and they're just, they just go nuts, you know? And I, I think a lot of it is just a, the cool factor. Like it's cool to stay up in the studio all night and never sleep and wow. And it, it's fun, it can be fun, but I it's, would advise you to get some rest. <laughs> it was, it's, it's a pacing game, man. Like for yeah. example, when I go on the road and I'm gonna do a, a 13 show tour in Australia, when yeah. I get off that when I get off that stage, I'm going to my room, I'm sleeping. If, yeah. I, have, if I have a, an after party to do, I'm gonna sleep between here and the after party. I'm coming back and going to sleep. Period. Go to the next. Go to the next town. It's yeah. pacing yourself. Um, My dad uh, so again I, was incredible at that. I definitely learned that from watching him because, I mean, he wore so many hats, man. Especially in the live arena, you know, as an MD, as the singer, as you know, his own manager towards the last part of the years we were there. Um, he was king, man. I'm not doing nothing. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. I, love I mean, that, because man. you get you get to a you get to a place of people if, if if you're not understanding how being an artist works, you get to a certain place. Your first your first tier is you're out here, and I, I know you went through this, sir. Yeah. Your father's Brian McKnight. I know you went out. I went, you were out there, and, 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 and there's a bunch of women screaming, and your ass is on stage, yeah. and your father's <laughs> going home because he's smart enough. He been through all the yeah. dumb shit. He's going home. However, sir. You, you got a lot of women that are probably 35, 36, yeah, 17, 19, and they're like, listen, I, I'm going to take you. I'm going to take your son. Yeah. I, I know you went through all of that. 
Yeah, man. So you had to get that out your way, and, and you, you probably hit your head and bumped your head with that, and then you go to where you get a little smarter, yeah. you get a little wiser, and then you and then you and then you grow. But yeah, but going through that with the women is just part of the game. I know 100%. you went through that. What kind yeah, of times were those? I'm sure those were crazy. You know. <laughs> The craziest times you can imagine, man. I, that's as as delicately as I can put it. But you figure, me and my dad, man, I'm like, there were times, I mean, me and my brother talk about it all the time, man. We really got to do some things that young guys don't get to do, especially that early. And I mean, overseas, man. And it's just like you said, there was that period of time where, yeah, man, you've got older women, older women, I'm talking 40s that do not care how old you are. They do not care. They, they are predator style, man. And we definitely, definitely met that a few yes, times. Sir. You know, uh, one story in particular, man, we had these two girls, these two girls literally stalked us across Asia, man. And me and my brother are in our hotel room one night and I can hear people outside the door. We're, me and my bro, we, we, we would love to explore, man. We never stayed in our rooms. I go to look through the peephole and these girls are just standing outside our door. Stoic, I'm talking scary movie style. Mm -hmm. So the point where we had to call security and be like, yo, man, y'all got to come get these two chicks out of here because they are obviously, they're going to kill us without a doubt. You know, that's just, that's a very green story in comparison no, 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 to sir, some sir. of those things, man. I don't want you to say anything. <laughs> Let me tell the story. He has a bunch of women that are traveling across Asia with him. I've dealt with this before. You go to one club, they there. You go yeah. to the next club, they there. Okay, you knock them down the next night. Oh, shit, you're gone. Forget about it. You go over here, they're there. You go here, they're there. Listen, now you, now you scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. So, so I understand that. And then also just the fact that just the fact that you have women that are 35, 40, and y'all are 18 and 19, and they're saying, listen, I don't care, young man. Yeah. I want you to use that unused back on me. Right. And, 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 and you got a strong back, sir. I, I, I kill me tonight. Yeah. Because I'm not getting your father. Exactly. What I need that's you to that's what I was going to say, man. That's what I was going to say. And I'm at, but imagine being, imagine being, I remember explicitly, man, imagine being 23, you know, and having that realization, like, you're only dealing with me because I'm 2.0 and you can't get yeah, top but, so, Listen, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. Fuck it. I'll take it. I, I don't have a problem with that. I'll take yeah. it. Carl Wolf, what's going on, man? Um, I'll take it. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I, give me, you want to do this? I have a young back that's very strong. I haven't used it much yet. So I'll, 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 I'll give you the best that I have right. tonight. With, with that being said, Moving on, you got a you got a single. Marry your daughter, twenty twenty. Yes, Tell sir. us about it, man. Marry your daughter. So thankful, man. Um, it's actually a reintroduction of a song of mine that went viral almost a decade ago now, and um, had huge success in Asia and Africa. And a buddy of mine runs one of the top indie labels in the Philippines, where it's the biggest, and begged me for at least a year to put his spin on it. And um, I finally caved, man. He sent it to me and I was floored by it, honestly, because it finally sounded how I wanted it to sound. The demo that came out 10 years ago was literally my scratch demo, man. This song is a country wedding song that I always assumed I would place on a country artist or, you know, it would just be a sync 
killer for me, which is turning out to be either way, but man, somehow it leaked, it got on YouTube and it had 60 million views in a time where things weren't really going viral yet. And we were able to catch oh, it right but, at the tail end. Let, let, yes. let me stop you because people might not understand. He said it'll be a sink killer. Yeah. Sinking is when someone takes your song and puts it in a commercial yeah. or, or puts it in uh, a promo for ESPN NBA or, or whatever. They use your song. They're sinking your song. So he yeah, thought man. that it would be a song that would just be on a commercial or be on a ESPN ad or be on a radio commercial or yeah. whatever. And it turned out to be a viral success. Yeah, man. And honestly, it's changed my life, man. Um, People are using it in their weddings. People are proposing to it. It's now on one of the top TV shows in the Philippines. Um, and it's blowing up, man. I feel like we've almost done 5 million streams across. And to be indie, no real push. And for it to be a song that's actually already a hit to just for people to be responding and taking to this new version even better than the first one has just been the most humbling thing for me as a songwriter because it's just proven to me, man, how you never know which one of these things is going to be the one. But Marry Your Daughter has turned out to to be that kick down the door moment for me, man. And I'm just trying to keep that momentum going. So um, it's blowing you, up, man. You, you know something? This is what I tell people. They're like, how do you how do you make a hit record? You don't you can't you don't know yeah. what a hit record is. You, you, you can just make your best efforts. And, and, and roll with that. Yeah. The man who made the theme to Rocky, he didn't walk in saying this is going to be one of the biggest records in the world. He, fucking, he went in there and he did his thing. And I'm sure when he came out, he said, oh, this is hot. But but you, you'll never know. Yeah. And then there are records that, i give you a good example. My record dropped. Uh, Fat Man School, Court McClan, whatever yeah. I say, y'all got to do, y'all too, y'all too. Like, like, Classic. The record, the record flopped when it came out. It was a flop. Hmm. And what happened was Jimmy Henchman uh, called me and he was like, yo, I want to put this in a movie. It's a brand new movie with producer called You Got Served. Yes, sir. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Put it in there. He said, I'm going to yeah. send you a check. He said, how much is the check? I said, yo, how much is the check? He said, your check is this much. I said, thank you very much, sir. I'm going to discuss this with you. That check <laughs> is amazing. Let's I just go. send it on over, sir. And... and, and, and it turned around, now it, that record made it a hit. Yeah, man. That record's one of my biggest hits, but it just so happened that it just happened like that. Yeah. You know, it, 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 that's the way it is. Um, it just let me, let me just ask you about one more thing, because I, I want you to do your song. I definitely want to do that, because there are people asking for that right now. The Player's Handbook for Finding Happiness. Now, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it, and I want you to, cause, because we talk sex and relationships on this yes, show sir. all the time. Yes, sir. I'm going to read this. It's a short autobiography book catered to young and older men alike who have a hard time keeping their vices in check, yes, especially sir. when it comes to women. Yes, sir. Yes, now, sir. Now, I got, you know, no, no, now, now I've, I've, I've had my problems with the ladies. Um, I, I, I got cursed out on this show twice. Um, Amanda Seals came on here and, and, and gave me my ass. Now, I'm not a bad guy. She, yeah. she, told, she told me I was an older fuckboy, but forget that. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not even going to get into that. That's a conversation me and you can have later yeah. when I come out there. Um, tell us about this book and what you're trying to accomplish. Man, with players, the Player's Handbook Defining Happiness, man, for me, is imagine just a short collection, a pamphlet, um, of real stories 
that will give you a bird's eye view into what will definitely happen if you find yourself in A or B or C categories. You know what I mean? And definitely when it comes to women, definitely when it comes to sex, man. And like you said, just your vices, period, because I was born into the life where I, I, I was able to dive headfirst into all of my vices, man. I mean, I, I had no boundaries. I had no one there to stop me either. And realizing later just how traumatizing that can be, um, especially to the other people that you end up meeting in your life, who for me, it's always been young women, man. Um, I just know I have so much I can help with, you know, just from my own personal experience. Because, I, I mean, I, I hear these young guys talking now that are 28, 29, that are just now even, you know, getting into relationships or just now, you know, hanging with a female on that level and then really have no idea, man, how to be romantic or, or, or even what that type of sacrifice in relationships takes compromise, you know, anything like that, you know? So my book, man, will definitely cover a lot in the sense of I'm going to keep it so real. I'm going to keep it so to the point and I'm really not holding anything back, man. Um, one of the chapters in it is just to give you an example, it's called think of your mom, you know, imagine your mom. And if that doesn't work, if, if, and this is just in pertaining to cheating, just take cheating. For example, a wise man told me that if you feel yourself getting ready to cheat, imagine your loved one getting just thrashed by three or four niggas from the Knicks and she's loving it. She's asking for more. If you can take that thought and still potentially put yourself in a position to hurt her in that way, chances are you shouldn't be together. And that's just, you know, that's just a, a small example. No, no, listen. You're 100% on point. Now, 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 three or four niggas from the Knicks, I, I can't talk for their dicks. I, I can't talk for any, speak for anything. But these are big motherfuckers. Big niggas, yeah. Find black little motherfuckers, and you're on top of your, it's three or four of them at one time. Giving it to your mother. I, I don't want to think about that. I yeah. damn sure don't want to think about that. Yeah. And, and, and I don't, I don't want to think about three or four of the fucking Knicks or my girlfriend. I, I, I don't want to think go. about that. There you go. There But the thing about you is that you would thrust into something at such a high level, you have an understanding that only people like myself and 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 other people can can relate to. Yeah. You you walked into a room and you said boom 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 boom, let's go. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not listen. I have given my number. I have given my number here on, on this Instagram broadcast because they've asked me, you know, what's the general number of what I've done in my career. And I gave it to him, and, and some people said, well, what the fuck was that number? I can only imagine what your number is. I'm not going to ask you what your number is. I'm just going to be happy that you're here alive. And yeah, man. Yeah, I, I listen, I wake up and thank God every day, man, because I've, I've been through it all, man. I really have. I've been uh, from the top to the bottom on every level of life. I have experienced life, man. And I just want to share this knowledge. I feel like it would be remiss of me not to teach from these moments that have taught me so much, man, even through my music. Um, I just want to be that new role model, especially for these young guys, man. And I would love to be someone that these young women can look to, too, to get an honest answer to our psyche in certain moments. You know, a lot of women really doesn't, uh, and especially if you're going to date someone like me, you know, the biggest thing in my book is this is a book dedicated to a different type of nigga. 
And I feel like even young women need to know who you're getting your, like who you're dealing with and who you're getting involved with. He might be Prince Charming today, but he's going to have some things in there that he's working through. And I, I want to help my guys find tools to work through those things as to just make everyone around them happy as well. So Listen, that's really the gist, man. You have to come on when we when you drop that book because if I wrote a book about that kind of thing, I'm sure it'll be the same same thing. Different kind of different kind of women, yeah. same kind of deal. It just is what it is. High level, same kind of deal. And I want people to understand and I think you're really on the right track with what you're what you're explaining and what Thank you're you, talking man. about. And I can tell you, there are women on here that, that they're gonna be like, I wanna hear the book, I wanna see the book, I wanna read the book. Yeah. When the book is done, come to me. I, I will do, man. To read the fucking book. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely shoot it to you, man. Because um, it really is, it really is, just to be honest, it really is dedicated to my OGs, man. My uncles are who raised me. You know, that's, I attribute all my coolness to my uncles, man, um, my Uncle Chris, my Uncle Vic, especially, because these are the guys that really showed me the ropes, man. Um, this book is, is dedicated to them on another level, and my mama, to be honest, because <laughs> I got it honest from her, man, honestly, every in every way. And she has been such a beacon of light to me, man, just growing up, you know, because we, we, we had that bond, man, from a young mom, and uh, me having to become the man of the house early, so we, that's, my, that's my dog. And um, that's who I look to, man, even for when I need that advice, um, just to bounce ideas off. And this book is really the culmination of just all these things, you know, man, I've been just blessed to learn and be a part of. So definitely, man, I'll make sure I get it all to you. You know, listen, you have to you have to send me the book and come on so we can discuss it. Hold on. One, yeah. Hold on one second, sir. Alyssa Hutton, you are grounded. I don't want to see one more flower up here for this man. You, you are too young for this man, and, and, and you're going to get a beating. You're, you're going to be grounded for two days. So I'm going to let you step away now. Do you want to do, you want to do a song for us or, 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 or not, sir? Oh, yeah, man. I could definitely do that. I could do a little something. Here's what I'm going to do, sir. I'm going to step away. Go handle your business. Take yeah, it from man. here. Take yeah. it from here. Do your thing, sir. Yeah. I'm usually uh, I'm usually prepared, but I've been working on a I've been working on a medley that might be nice for this. I'll just give you a little bit of it if I can get my piano up. Technical difficulties. I really appreciate all these comments too, man. I see y'all. I appreciate all the love. <laughs> Come on. What would you want to hear? I guess is the question. No. Oh man. Of course. When you need technology to work for you, is when it disappears. There we go. So Damn, okay, okay. So this is called My Darling You. You're heavy on my mind I need you all the time Cause oh There's no fighting this feeling 
I'm trying to take you there with me. Cause oh, there's no fighting this feeling. No, no, giving my love to you, my darling, you. Oh. You, man. There's no way that you can. I know what it is, and, yeah. and and you learned it right there on the spot. It's almost yeah. like if I had a son, if my son wanted to be a club DJ, yeah. he would be right there getting everything. Oh yeah. He would not. He would not do it. Like when I hear certain riffs, when you whip certain riffs, I know where that riff is from. When you went high, I said, okay, I hear it, I see it. Thank Legacy you. in good hands, brother. Thank is you so much, Is there anything you want to say before you walk out the door, sir? Um, honestly, just thank you, man. Just to tell you, you've been such a huge inspiration to my brother and I, man. I'm glad he's got on here to watch this. Shout out to Nico. Just off top, my mom, all of them, man. We've always uh, been huge fans of yours. So this is kind of a full circle moment for me as well, man. So I appreciate you having me on another level. Do me a favor. Uh, uh, we'll figure out a record that we can do together. Let's just... We'll figure it out. It's, it's got to be an up-tempo, but we'll figure out a record that I can put something behind for you. We'll, we'll get something done. Bro, i be a dream come true, man. Uh, shoot, I'll get your info. I'll shoot you some jams, man. I would love to let you hear what I'm, what I'm working on right now. 
I'm gonna hit you in a DM in about. I mean, send me a DM right now. Just send me yeah. a DM right now. I'll respond as soon as I get off. Will do, man. I appreciate you so much. And shout out to everybody, man. Thank y'all. Y'all be safe out there. All right, man. God bless. That's Brian McBride Jr. Make Noise with Fat Man Scoop is produced by myself alongside Raj Kachacha and the team at creativecontentagency.com. Please support this podcast by leaving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I love that. And by following this podcast on Spotify and sharing links to episodes you enjoy with your friends. Do it. You can also email the show via podcast at fatmanscoop.com. I answer that. Or you can DM me at Fat Man Scoop. Yes, I answer DMs.